there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. I am Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. And my name is Mike. Hello. Who's this, who's this guy? <laughs> what? A fourth hypothepod? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are our names? Hypothepods? Yeah, hypothepod. That's the first time we've ever been referred to as the podcast individually, though. How do you mean? A fourth hypothepod. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you hypothepod I- one, hypothepod <laughs> two, like that? Yeah, I'm one. It's about to, well, all I can say is it's about time you guys let me in your st- stupid club for <laughs> conspiracies. <laughs> By stupid, I mean awesome. I mean, I've listened to the show for quite a while now, and I actually, there's a few episodes I've got to catch up on. But um, yeah, I'm really glad that you guys invited me. It's a little bit part of, of it. It's a little bit. Be careful what you wish for, because like our YouTube is cooked at the moment. My mind is pretty cooked from all these <laughs> just watching Alex Jones. So Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Keep your yeah. sanity. If you're wondering, now, Mike, who's Mike? But I'm sure I've heard these dulcet tones before. You have at the end of every episode. It's Mike Mills from Toe Hider. It's not just any Mike. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> the, uh, one, the one and only. So why did we get Mike on? What's the uh, well, reasoning? This is, this is another future episode, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. So the entire music industry could have collapsed by the time this was <laughs> <laughs> And poss- potentially when you're listening to this, three out of four of us will be in Europe. Oh, what are you going to do oh, in wow. Europe? Cam? Not, no, Mike oh, will be Mike in Europe. Be I'll be there. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, look, you point at Cam. <laughs> oh, nah, there's the, the odd one out. Get, get, can you give a plug while you're in Europe? Uh, I'm going to Europe for a couple of reasons. There's... Um, I'm part of a, 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 a thing called Arion, which is uh, this hugely epic space rock opera project based in the Netherlands. So there's going to be a couple of shows over there. And um, my band Toe Hider are also going to be playing the Prog Power Festival in Europe as well at the start of October. So that's why I'm over there. All right. I don't know if we have any listeners in Europe, but... Don't know. We should. Yeah. You know, probably cook their brains with all those chemtrails. <laughs> yeah, have you seen how cooked and fucking epic the chemtrails are in this Europe? This is great. How, uh, I just gotta, sorry to interrupt, but um, just for <laughs> I've got to thank you guys for introducing the word cooked into my daily <laughs> vocabulary. It's great. And it's, I think the cooked count has been about like nine already. I think yeah, like nine yeah, or yeah. ten cooked references. It's when great. you were over in Holland a couple of years ago, did you yeah. notice how fucking insane the chemtrails were? <laughs> no, no, I didn't even know what chemtrails were. Right. <laughs> I think. But you know, you know, <laughs> you've looked up in this in the past. You've looked up and seen the trails yeah, that yeah, planes yeah. leave. Yeah, in yeah. Europe, I just remember looking up in Amsterdam, and the whole sky was like crosshatched. Oh, really? Like hundreds of them. Yeah, right. And yeah, like, Jesus. You're gonna notice it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm <laughs> definitely gonna be looking for that now. It's like these guys, yeah. like these blokes, who hang around Melbourne and see like one, and right. they're like, <laughs> oh, there goes my fucking apricot trees, <laughs> or whatever PK was going on about that day. They'd just have a heart attack if he was in Yeah. PK's got to do some international travel. Wouldn't know what he'd do with himself. So PK's lost his channel now, is that right? Yeah, he's gone underground. I think he's putting private videos up. Ah, okay, right. PK Boston. Um, He's commenting every now and then. Is he just sharing them with select few? Yeah, yeah. We're not in the club. No. I don't want to be in the club. No. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, what are we what are we talking about? Well, we thought, given we've got a bloody musician on the show, we could talk about music. And so, we were going to talk first about some musicians yep. who are not who they say they are. Hmm. Now, we've got the bloody king of Melbourne prog here. So, of course, <laughs> we'll start with Avril Lavigne. Yes. Famous prog rocker Avril Lavigne. Also, uh, I saw her referred to as the queen of punk. Right. On Twitter, the yep. Queen of Punk. Yep, right. and she went, and this person was happy, unhappy, because she went from the Queen of Punk to this pop singer uh-huh. in her later years, and she—that's kind of proof that what happened to Avril Lavigne is a hundred percent true. I saw someone else <laughs> doing this on YouTube. They're like, you know, back in two thousand and two, she was so dark. Yeah, and now, <laughs> now she's that so skater boys. And yeah, she's yeah. so pop, hanging out at the mall. Um. I I like her newest music a lot more. Is that all that like Hello Kitty? Something yeah, that yeah, Hello yeah, Kitty. Yeah. Man, that, that is that is cooked. I've I've, I've, <laughs> I've seen and heard that, and it's. But didn't she get into a lot of trouble for being like you know cultural appropriation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, right. What the punk culture? Oh, nah, I was I was unhappy back in the day because I was a skateboarder. Yeah, right. And liked my punk rock. I was you like, who is this? You actually were a skater boy. Yeah, yeah. Was like, you're like, how come I don't get all the <laughs> hot young pop punk chicks? <laughs> You know my, you don't know my life. I was not a skater boy, but I did once spray paint the lyrics to Skater Boy around the Warrigal skate park. Sure, <laughs> just around. <laughs> Man, if I was a skater boy in Warrigal, I would have been so annoyed at you. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was the idea. <laughs> Fucking nerds. <laughs> so what? What is the conspiracy we're talking about here? So Avril Lavigne allegedly died in two thousand and three. Right, I think. Hung herself was the yeah. the allegation. She couldn't handle the pressures of fame yep. after a debut album dropped. Right, and a friend of hers was born in prior to that when she was freaking out, uh, or, or a lookalike. Sorry, what was that? When she was freaking out, they brought in a lookalike. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I can't remember the lady's name. Uh, Melissa Vandella. Jeez, just straight off the top of the dome. Yeah. Uh, and allegedly, Melissa took over as Avril. Yeah, as Avril, and has you know that's. The reason why she's now gone poppier and her voice is slightly different and she looks different. Because apparently, so they had, she'd done her first album, then yep. she couldn't handle the pressure. So they're like, we'll get this lookalike person in, but just to be your mate. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's like. Who happens I, to look pretty much yeah. exactly like you. Hey, look, Avril Levine's out in the town with her bloody mate who looks exactly like her. <laughs> if, if, if I'm feeling down. What I really want to cheer me up is a creepy doppelganger. Yeah, yeah just, totally. Just out. Yeah. Well, I was trying to surround myself with people who look exactly yeah. like me. Yeah, excuse me, great big record <laughs> conglomerate. Why are you like, why, what's with this one that looks like me? It's not cheering me up. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's, like, that's the second album recorded. Yes. And then Avril Lavigne kills, him, kills herself. Yes. And then I, what I saw people saying was, you know, the hit machine had to keep going. Yeah. And it's like, really? She didn't have the Michael Jackson posthumous sort of power to just keep releasing music. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Didn't have that many tracks queued up, so they uh, needed to... Right, yeah. Well, they still had the whole second album, so that's why Martha... Uh, what's her name? Melissa Vandella didn't need to, uh, like, sing until... That's why the second album still sounds like the first album. Yes. Right. And, like, all of her performances, because she was just lip-syncing. Yeah. But then after that, it all changes. And she did a very unpunk thing, mar- marrying the guy from Nickelback. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that was the start of the decline, I think. Are you sure that's not when she topped herself? <laughs> that was pretty short-lived. I think, don't think they're together anymore, are they? No, I don't think they're together. Right. Sorry. Uh, back on the market. Because <laughs> I've seen interview, like there's this interview where she was on Rove. The, and if anyone listening doesn't know what that is, it's a, it was a... It was a show. <laughs> well, it was a guy. His name was Rove, yeah. but he's also that the show was named Rove. His name he, is still Rove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that exactly. was suspicious in itself. <laughs> <laughs> Rove, what kind of name is that? Um, yeah, and she's um, she's very noticeably vague and not like clearly uncomfortable um, with a lot of people paying a lot of attention to her, and right. then you know people have compared that those early interviews with. Um, sort of, yeah, so maybe interviews from like four or five years later where she's like super confident and sh- super chatty and, right. you know, she's got better interv- interviewee skills. Mm. So I think a lot of people seem to yeah. think, well, that's two different people. 
Or she could have just gotten better at yeah. interviews. Yeah. Better media training. <laughs> She's no longer a teenager who's exactly. suddenly yeah, yeah. a superstar. Yeah. She's and five years older somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Rose's a little bit creepy. I'd be creeped out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did anyone find the origins of this one? Did it start on like Portuguese blogs? Uh, Brazilian blogs. So in, in Portuguese. Yeah. Uh, and basically it was a joke in BuzzFeed and the BuzzFeed offices. So this guy from BuzzFeed went along to the BuzzFeed offices from the US and he mentioned he'd heard something about Avril Lavigne and they're like, ah, oh, yeah, it's an in-joke. And he came back and posted about it and mentioned it on Twitter or whatever and just got this big slam of like Avril Lavigne fans and it kind of blew up into this big thing. And it's kind of been kicking around for a while since then. But it turns out there's quite a few Brazilian blogs, and I don't know why this is a thing in Brazil, but that are claiming that pop stars are dead. Right. So there's one for Miley Cyrus, there's like a whole... whole well, all pop stars are dead. Pretty much. Right. But it starts off, the very first post at the top of this blog is like, this is satire. Right. This right, has right. not actually <laughs> happened. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's like, it's one of those ones that's so clearly the origins are, are fake. Because it says it's literally fake. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, because you, like, you get all these kids, like these YouTubers, who really like... Like sit there and, and compare photos and compare her voice and yeah, yeah. like they're really sold on it. Like yeah. Comparing acne, it's like oh she's got like a pimple in this photo and then like ten years later, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, pimple. no pimple. What the hell? <laughs> the other one that that one of the Brazilian blogs talked about was Paul McCartney. Yeah, well, this is pretty. This is a classic. This one. Is, so this was invented by the Brazilian blogs as well. Well, I think the Paul McCartney one was post Brazilian blogs. I don't know if blogs were around when Paul McCartney died. Post or pre? Pre, sorry. The blogs were post. <laughs> yeah, before that it was just diaries. Yeah, <laughs> it was just Brazilian diaries yeah. that someone uncovered. Back when like a diary was something you just kept to yourself yeah. and you didn't show anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, dear diary, blah, 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 blah. Look. Oh my God, he's dead. Just got here. Ran out onto the street. Yeah. Here's old man Saltmarsh. <laughs> Does anyone want to talk about Paul McCartney? Is anyone across the Paul McCartney one? Well, he's dead. I just, I, I, yeah, I, I only know bits and pieces here and there. Um, I didn't research this one at all. I just, I'm working right. off memory for this. Yeah. yeah. But I'm working off childhood memories. Yeah. <laughs> from my dad telling me. It's like, what are you, ta- why are you telling me this stuff? Um, Shouldn't you be teaching me like the stock market or something? <laughs> <laughs> How to do my taxes? No. So a rumor circulated in London that Paul McCartney had been killed in a car crash in 1967. Uh, and then the rumour was acknowledged and rebutted in a February issue of the Beatles book Fanzine. And then it started again in 1969, but no one's sure if it's related. Right. Uh, so it started in 69, where American college students published articles claiming that clues to McCartney's supposed death could be found in among lyrics and artwork. Clue hunting proved infectious, and within a few weeks, it became an international phenomenon. <laughs> so I think Paul is dead was the kind of... Was that the first kind of acknowledgement, or is that where it started? Well, I don't know if it started with the backwards masking, which we talked about Top probably a, a lot of episodes ago now. Was it the cranberry sauce thing, right? Cranberry sauce, yeah, yeah at the end of Story Fields. Mm. And then there was other another song, I can't remember which one it was, where they think it says, Paul is a dead man, yeah. I miss him. I can't remember if in that episode if we sort of mentioned that the Beatles kind of helped push this along a bit when it came out. Yeah, because they did... So Abbey Road had a lot of hints in the cover. Mm. I think it was Abbey Road that had the gatefold. Yeah, because he had no shoes he on. He had no shoes. Yeah, yeah. But, and there's another one... I, I can't remember, I'm pretty sure it was when you opened it up and there's like little hints in the writing and stuff. Oh, like right. there's a crack on the wall and, and right. that kind of a thing. Yeah, right, right. Um, and then him having no shoes and I think John was like the funeral director and yeah. everyone had kind of a, a place under funeral law. Right. Because there was an there was also another cover I can't remember now, but there was a cover where they were the Beatles were all covered in like blood and guts and holding those little baby yeah, dolls baby and yeah. stuff. Yeah, was that tied into it at all? Uh, I don't know if it was because yeah. that that got pulled, didn't it? Yeah, well, like yeah. They, they, I think that they actually did. They put a the sticker over the t- <laughs> just put a sticker over the top so people, you know, could actually still reveal the original cover. Um, I think Sergeant Peppers had like a a wreath on the ground that was shaped like a bass guitar. People also talked a lot about a change in his songwriting as well, right? Like after a certain point, his songwriting had a bit of a drastic change. Like it got a lot better. <laughs> yeah, see, how old? See, but how old was Paul when those early Beatles albums came out? He's probably like teenager, early twenties. 
So it seems like a common thread that people just think the transition from the teen years to adulthood yeah. is yeah. like that's a whole other person. Yeah. And also, if you're a rock musician in the 60s, uh, minds are being altered pretty regularly. By LSD, mm. yeah. Yeah, I imagine that, you know, you're evolving somewhat as a songwriter as yeah. a result. Mm. Well, I know that Paul has referenced all of this stuff in, in, in on the cover of a live album he put out in 93 called Paul is Live. Always <laughs> alive, yeah, and it's got it's got him on the it's, it's sort of him in the Abbey Road thing. There's a bunch of references in the in the cover. Um, wow, there's a, there's a lot of them. Well, um, Paul is dead has like its own massive Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so apparently, he was replaced by William Campbell, who's the winner of a McCartney lookalike contest. Yeah. So they had one hand. <gasps> yeah, but it wasn't one of his mates. <laughs> yeah. They didn't keep him. He wasn't keeping him company. Man, they went real deep on this stuff, like. There was a there was a clue that because Paul was left-handed, but but when the new Paul came in, he held his cigarette in his right hand. Ah, I can't believe he was a smoker with that uh with that, with that voice. Yeah, with that clear voice. Yeah. yeah. Anyone else did? Yeah, there was another one. Who was the other person we were going to talk about? Andrew WK. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Andrew he's WK. not dead though, is he? No, he's someone else though. Oh, he's a bunch of guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Did, so this is the what I started looking at was that yeah he had been replaced. But then you guys were saying that he's like heaps of people. So the, the, one of the theories is that he's a many people started as a project about celebrity and fame. Right. And Dave Grohl was involved. Yeah. But I think it's just because they kind of look similar. Right. Like in terms of they just had long hair and on the cover and the he had the and bloody face or whatever. Mm. Yeah. You kind of make an argument for that looks kind of like Dave Grohl. Uh, and Andrew WK was, I guess, quiet, but his whole... W, Andrew WK persona was him being a party animal. Yeah. yeah. Like really weird in interviews. Yeah. I saw a couple of interviews. And he he, always, he did seem like quite a quiet bloke yeah. in interviews, but then he fucking just likes to party. I saw it. The very first time I saw him was on late night, like music TV in New Zealand. It was kind of like a, they'd get live musicians in and then I'd play clips and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was playing one of the songs about partying. Yeah. Maybe let's get a party started or whatever that one is. And then at the end of the song, he just like did this thing where he beat himself yeah. until he's kind of bloodied and then hit under the piano. And they, <laughs> they interviewed him under the piano. Right. Uh, so I guess if you're doing things like that, you're going to be accused of being a little bit strange. Yeah. Or- well, yeah, but this is like even in the limited experience that I've had with like people seeing me, what I do on stage versus people just hanging out and talking to me, mm. there is quite a difference. It's just a, Completely different energy level. So, like, the amount of times people have said, "Wow, I just wasn't expecting you to be all like, just kind of softly spoken and calm and stuff." Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's because uh, you it's you go you you're different every night on stage. Like sometimes yeah, right. you go <coughs> full crazy, and yeah. then other nights it's just like it's not more relaxed so crazy. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you just sort of yeah, just re- respond and react to how it is that you're feeling. We're like we're sensitive artists. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I think this, this rumour kind of had been kicking around for a while and then he played a show sponsored by a radio station. Right. And apparently he turned up and had a, just a hoodie on and played a really quick show and people were like, oh, he looks a little bit different. Yeah. This Even is, like security guards and stuff were saying. Yeah. But this is kind of, I think, after the fact. Like no one, there's no evidence of people saying, yeah, he looks different now. Well, in, I guess it's hard to know that. But yeah. uh, he left the show early, like abruptly. And then just went and, and didn't hang around or anything. Right. People were like, oh, it's definitely not him. It was someone else. But Because if it was him, you know, he'd be bloody partying hard. Yeah, hard yeah. with his fan. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because when, he, crew. when it's time to party, he will party hard. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I read a, a story written by the guy who booked the show. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's like, he didn't leave abruptly by his own choice. It was basically... We had to stop it because of the curfew. Like, we, we were running late. Right. And we just had to stop it early. The most boring of yeah. reasons. But everyone that's put on a show knows that that happens yeah. pretty often, right? Yeah. Uh, so, there is some weird stuff with Andrew WK and the, the, the name Steve Mike. Right. So, it's Steve, S-T-E-E-V yeah, and sure. Mike. Uh Which I think people are like, oh, that's the real person. Mm. Right. But, like, that's clearly also a made-up name. Yep. So... Surely it's just like some tax dodge or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve Mike was like a collective of people that he worked with, right? Or something? 
Yeah. Oh, right. So that. So that's Steve that was Mike a collective. was the name of a collective of writers, creatives, or, or something. Or something. That yeah. Right. Yeah. It yeah. Was a part of. Yeah. So I'm kind of under the, under the impression that when these rumors started, he kind of pushed them away and mm. kind of was reluctant to talk about it, which obviously fueled them. Mm. And then he decided to encourage them. Yeah. By like saying shit like, no, we're a collective. No, it's the music industry. Right. Uh, no, I'm definitely, you know, I, I died and I'm someone else. And then I read an interview where he's like, yeah, they just made it worse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, and by all accounts, he's just, no, I'm just a guy. Yeah, right. Just, just me now. Sorry. Because I saw him interviewed by Larry King. Yeah. And Larry King was like, now there's these rumors that you're like, <laughs> not the same guy that was on the album, blah, blah, blah. And he he's kind of yeah it's like he doesn't really want to talk about it he's like nah 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 and then Larry King's just like but that would be an incredible gimmick <laughs> think about it that would be a great gimmick that's ah oh, that's it it's your gimmick and he's just like this is not like I like how Larry King's just seen through it all when yeah he's yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> he's also like advising him like you should that yeah no that sh- that should be your gimmick. <laughs> Like uh, apparently, this. apparently yeah. Werner Herzog uh, said to Stephen Colbert that he should call it the Colbert Report. Right. And Stephen Colbert already did call it the Colbert yeah. Report, but then Werner Herzog like later took credit for it. <laughs> like, oh, wow. yes, I told him that. <laughs> it's my idea. So if you're going to do this, don't ever cop to it. We'll yeah. have to keep that in mind when we replace Robbo. Yeah. <laughs> don't replace me. Like, who's going to fucking invite you around to the house and give you sparkling water? Pickle. Robbo too. Robo do yeah. still water only. I've I've met him. <laughs> yeah. When I'm down, I get him and to hang out with me. The pressures of this hypothesis. Actually, now that you thing. mention it, the voice that actually sitting next to you versus listening to the po- podcast, the voice is, is slightly different. So yeah, okay. I'm not sold that you're one guy. How's my acne? Uh well I've never seen a photo of you before. No, so. good, yeah. Yeah, right. Just going to purely by the voice. <laughs> and I'm a musician. I, I can I can detect these things. Tell tell subtleties in voices. Thank you. When you listen, it's just like, oh, g'day, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got one more from this. I'm just going to fly right past. <laughs> uh, Lady Gaga. Right. Right. You heard this one. Well, she's a man. Yeah, we know that. I mean, yeah. oh, she. Okay, I think I know this. She killed Lou Reed. No. Did she? Jesus. Yes. Okay. She did. Yeah. I didn't get that. Yeah, because she she wanted uh, one of her latest records to be um, like an homage to the Velvet Underground, which was Lou Reed's first band. And so she hired Lou to come in and produce or kind of mentor or whatever. And uh, she wasn't happy with the results or he wasn't. And then they had a feud. So she organized to to get him whacked. Right. Jesus. That's a bit mean. Yeah. It's pretty full on. Um, well, she also killed off the original Lady Gaga. Right, right. So, so she's got a taste for it. Yeah, yeah, a taste for blood. So she was a um, like a backup singer for this other lady called Lena Morgana, who was a Lena Morgana, who was a Russian singer who was a massively talented rising teen star. Right, and she was brought to the US to record her first album. Apparently, Lena uh, was really happy. And dancing on the roof of a hotel or building of some sort. This was copied from an article. Mm-hmm. Uh, then around lunch lunchtime, she hurled herself off the album, off the building to her death. Yeah. Two weeks uh, uh, later, Lady Gaga releases an album. Starts as we know the meteoric oh, right. rise. Right. So her what mum. What did Lena Morgana have to die for that? So well, her mum came. Steal her out. album. I don't know if she stole her album, but she stole her look, apparently. Right. So the, the platform shoes and the big hair and all that. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, that unique look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the meat dress. The meat dress, yeah. All right. That's a bit more unique. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so Lena Morgana's mum came out in the New York Post, which is that kind of tabloidy. Uh, I think that's pushed some fake news in the, the rise of Donald Trump, that, that uh, paper. And she was interviewed and she's like, yeah, Lady Gaga definitely contributed to my daughter's death. I don't want any money. But she stole her whole whole shtick. Yeah. All yeah. right. So yeah. There you go. Anyone else got any uh, dead oh, celebs? Yeah. Oh, there's heaps. There's heaps of things that I was was looking into. Any prog specific ones? Um, Rick Wakeman.
right, we're back with the massive topic of auto tune. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of information. There. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to fess up now, Cam, to how this went down? Yeah, so I remember years and years and years ago, before auto tune was cool, someone was on. You know, let's yeah, let's all admit that I was onto something. Yep. <laughs> just, just sure was just hitting the charts, and you were just bopping away. <clears throat> I remember seeing a thing years ago where like Alex Jones was ranting about autotune and how the whole point of it was to get people ready for like post-human society mm. where like the singularity happens and oh, right. people and machine become melded. And so, you know, the first time they're like, oh, have half a robot arm on you. Normally we'd be like, oh, no, no, that's all right. But now, <laughs> but now we're like, we're like, oh well, I'm used to everyone sounding like a fucking robot. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. That's. So, do we want to talk about how auto tune was invented? Because that's a fun story. Yeah. Now, have Talking? we talked? We we're not sure if we, we talked have. about it before, before. Yeah. Everyone's sure that I've ranted about auto tune before, but yeah, no memory of it. Let's, so, give, let's give a quick version. So it was it was technology made for the mining industry. Mm. It's yeah. got something to do yeah. with measuring down into the earth. Yeah. Not unlike Harp. Yeah. According to some other cooked guy. <laughs> yeah. So that somehow was some acoustic measuring tool for the mining industry that, I don't know, somehow Sher got a hand on. Well, no, because the guy that invented it then went to write software for the music industry. Right. And basically that software... Sher broke into the quarry. <laughs> <laughs> she was just... She'd fallen in hard times. She'd become yeah. a miner. <laughs> right, so he like, was like uh, soft women. Yeah, yeah. And right. so he was working in the music industry and he must have, you know, had all these settings and the whatever that was yeah. part of the similar software. Yeah, right. And so Schur's producer found this setting deep in like, you know, the menus of whatever program. Right. And so he chucked it in there and didn't tell anyone how it was done. Yeah. Everyone's like, wow. Right. This is getting us ready for the future. So he was like a producer who didn't know what he was doing and was just clicking through every plugin yeah, until he exactly, found something yeah. cool. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then T-Pain came along, yeah. who was already, a, I think he'd had one album prior to that. Right. And he was heard that and he's like, no, nah, I'm going to find out how he did it. Right. And so he went in and just fucking spent years trying to work it out, found it, just became the king of auto-tune. So he has a non-auto-tune album? Yeah. Right. There's a pretty cool Tiny Desk concert, the NPR um, if anyone's ever seen I've those. seen that Yeah Where He sings without it he's Yeah got, yeah, he's got, yeah. A, he's got a bit of a bad rap Because he's a great singer Yeah yeah Really great voice yeah. Yeah. And he seems like a really nice guy Yeah, yeah totally. I've seen him interviewed at yeah. times And he's like He said he got a lot of hatred Because people are like you It's your fault that Autotune exists You're the reason why Rap music sucks now And see That's kind of why You don't hear of him anymore Because he's like Oh But I, I really Like I think I think what I talked about On Andy's podcast Was how I really dig T-Pain because yeah. I like that he's got this thing and was like, I'm not just going to use this to fix my pitchy singing. Yeah, this is going to be my thing. This is going to be a sound. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm fucking latching onto this and this is my thing now. Yeah. And then Kanye obviously did 808s and Heartbreaks. Yeah. Which yeah he got T-Pain in as a consultant. Yeah, right? yeah. Because right. I don't think anyone knew how to do it at this point yeah. still. So and then like, everyone knew how to do it after, soon after. And yeah. But then there was also a story that like, he got T-Pain in to be a consultant and then totally dissed T-Pain. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't want anything to do with him and T-Pain was like, oh, you know, we should collaborate. And Classic Kanye. Kanye's yeah. mind you any minder was like, fuck off, you're yeah. basically you're a joke. We've taken your bloody secrets. Yeah. Yeah, damn. Get out of here. Yeah. You should at least let him write some raps for him. Yeah. Kanye's raps are terrible. I don't <laughs> a bit of shade thrown on Kanye. Yeah. Uh, so, Cam, <laughs> yes. now that we know we've established auto-tune. Yes. So, that the idea that Alex Jones at some point was ranting about it makes sense, right? Yes. Yeah. But I couldn't find any evidence of it ever happening. Right. <laughs> but I'm just, I remember it so well. So this hopefully, is, this is going to be the beginning of it. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is the origin of that. Yeah. That cook theory. Oh, I, I oh maybe there's a Mandela situation. Yeah. This here. is what I'm thinking. Bloody CERN got me. Bloody <laughs> Robo still pronouncing Mandala. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> Fucking Aussies can't get stuck on a bloody accent. It's not a, an Aussie New Zealand thing. <laughs> no, it's just how no. it's pronounced. All right, skip past that. <laughs> um, wow, it's pretty tense in this room. <laughs> <laughs> I think the issue is that just there's been so much auto tune since then. So if you like go on YouTube and try and look up auto tune conspiracy, it's just all these people like comparing 
like auto-tuned music. Yeah, so like right. the non-auto-tuned version. So like it always Britney? just brings up that Britney tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Britney yeah. Spears without auto-tune. Uh, famous MK Ultra subject, Britney Spears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you did link a video that was like an hour forty-five long. <laughs> did you watch it? <laughs> did you watch it? Uh, well, I watched like the first ten minutes. Okay. And then I was like, I'm going to skip to like an hour thirty. Yep. And see like how drastic. The changes and at the start he was like talking about the Bible. Did he get any more topless? <laughs> he remained the same amount of topless. <laughs> was he, he topless completely? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah okay. he had no shirt on, and I think he was drunk. But like the first ten minutes, he's like sort of rambling about the Bible, and then I skipped to like an hour thirty. He's like, you know, I've trained so many singers, <laughs> and I have witnesses that I've done this. I could get my sister in a courtroom to say that I train singers. You know, I can do David Bowie. And then he's like, little China girl. So, <laughs> so it did get off the rails a bit. Yeah, yeah a little bit. But did you catch the bit that was about auto-tune? Yeah, well, he was like talking about the FBI invented auto-tune, but I didn't really grasp right. uh, why. Okay. Right. I, I found a little bit, I think you guys also found this one of the guy talking about the universe. Yeah, yeah this made perfect sense to me, actually. Uh, so basically his theory was that I'm not actually thought what the theory was Auto-tune was somehow making us oh, hate people no. like love and no, fear it's the opposite Oh okay, love each other so Love and fear are on two different frequencies Yeah, yeah. And because I know that he said that love and fear Are widely believed to be the only two forces in the universe Yeah, yeah. Sounds like some Donnie that. Darko shit yeah. <laughs> And it's like Love is a higher frequency yeah. Fear is a lower one Isn't So if love we ta- more rapid? Yeah, so if we take fear out as far as it goes, the waveform goes down to a flat line, mm. which is basically zero, which is yep. the end of everything. Singularity. Yeah, but if we... What was that, love or hate? Hate. Fear. No, fear, sorry. fear. Yeah. So, but love is like a higher frequency. So if you keep taking that up and up and up, it reaches oscillation, which is like enlightenment. Right. I don't know if you've ever played with an analog synth and cranked the... <laughs> The waveform Yeah What happens It starts to oscillate And makes another pitch Right And that's what he's saying Is like The fucking universe And the centre of the universe And black holes And that's going to expand Everyone's mind When we reach that point So he's pro auto-tune Well I wasn't sure Because he's like Yeah auto-tune is like Getting everyone Into that Love frequency Yeah It's like Wait so that means It's good right Because yeah. <laughs> Then there's all this Secret stuff That the auto-tune People are doing It's like Well why do they Have to hide it Because This one was one Of those word Association he wants Yeah I thought it was A parody for a while For a good Maybe five minutes I'm like Are you taking The piss out of me Am I just being Sucked in Because like mm. It was a lot of like uh, Jupiter was in there Oh no sorry the, the company that make The software that has Auto-tune Is Antares Yeah mm-hmm. Which is the heart Of the Scorpion And the Scorpion constellation To the heart of the Milky Way galaxy And It's tails pointing To the middle Yeah And they used to be Jupiter systems Yeah And Jupiter is tin Like the element Or there's another god Called tin Or tinius Or whatever Yeah Jupiter The god Jupiter His yeah. name in Latin Or something Eret Estric, some whatever. Yeah, yeah, means tin. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> and then, so the Tin Man was involved. Yeah. So he was searching for a heart. Yeah. Heart of the galaxy. Kanye West was the Tin Man. Yeah, so Kanye West did the thing. He had the heart album. He he became Tin Man. He searching for a heart. Yeah. Uh, tin Man has like a tinfoil hat on his head because he's made out of tin. So <laughs> any, yeah. <laughs> his head is tin. But it's like a conical thing, which is like a wormhole. Again, center of the universe. Conspiracy theorists uh, re- refer to it as tinfoil hat yeah. wearers. Yeah. And you see photos of them. Well, they show photos of that movie, Signs. Yeah. Where <laughs> right. they happen to put tinfoil on their hat that looks like a cone, like the Tin Man. And then uh, he said that Kanye West never used it on his early albums. And it wasn't until the 808s album that he was allowed in to this whole thing. <laughs> right. But he didn't really say who was letting him in. Yeah. Just like, the universe. Just the people who are trying to bring us to a higher state of consciousness. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Uh, T-Pain, who we talked about, had an album called Evolve. Jay-Z uh, had a song called Death of Auto-Tune. It was yeah. produced by DJ Id. Or DJ, or DJ ID, but or DJ Id. Um, you know, the, 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 what does Id mean, Cam? Drop some knowledge. Well, there's the Id, the Ego, and the Super Ego. 
and the id is one of the one of them. It's one yep. of those three. <laughs> yeah. One of the three bits of the of the noggin. <laughs> yeah, it's in there somewhere. Same thing with personality, right? Yeah. And uh, the sure song, which started all this auto tune. Do you believe in life after? She doesn't say death. She says love. Yeah. Going back to the start of this, the love frequency. At one point, he also compares the cover of, um, is it Kanye's album? To Green Day's album, yes, where yeah. one of them has a heart and one of them has a grenade shaped like a heart, but yeah. I don't know why they pulled that together. Like what Green Day had to do with yeah, it? Yeah, no, yeah, can't remember. Yeah, I don't really know what his point was. Yeah, think, is is it basically that? Yeah, auto tune is getting everyone in the right frequency so that we can all evolve towards love. What I think if it's a pretty good thing? What if like. Some sort of dark force I, gets hold of it, and yeah, like that other thing you were talking about before, like getting it prepared for for robots, for ro- yeah, for like. So you choose robots over love. Is this what you're saying? Yes, <laughs> I, I do. We're doing a concept album, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard Ariam? Yeah, I'm playing a robot in this show. I don't know okay. <laughs> I feel like you could be conditioning us. <laughs> um, right. Now that I sort of think about it, I think he did mention. I think this video was pre twenty twelve. Uh, I think he mentions the, the, the upcoming shift. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's maybe what we were getting on the right frequency for was there was going to be a some sort of sh- cosmic shift. Well, so when the Sure song was recorded it was nineteen ninety eight, and yeah. in nineteen ninety eight there was some sort of stars that aligned with each other. That was something. So now what to do with our transcendence through the wormhole and the Tin Man hat. Yeah. It sort of makes sense though that like pre-2012, obviously everyone's like, oh, it's getting us ready for robots. Then the shift happens and no one remembers that and it's all about the frequencies. Ah, Mandala. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also found a video, it was um, part 11, you know, this like the truth behind music series that this guy was doing. Yeah. Uh, it had like uh, Dave Chappelle as the cover art of the video, but then he didn't reference Dave Chappelle at any point (laughs) until the very, very end where he just had a clip of him. He was on some talk show. He was talking about how like, uh, you know, maybe he was talking to Oprah or someone. He was talking about how you like, you don't have weak people on the show to like make it in the biz. You've got to be strong. Mm. So if, you know, celebrities are flipping out, maybe it's because, you know, the system's cooked, Mm. not the celebrity. Uh, which was completely unrelated to the music industry or auto-tune. <laughs> right. But uh, he had a whole thing about like Rihanna, like doing dances with robot guys. Not Chappelle, the, the guy making this video. Yeah. 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 So Rihanna was like some of her stage show involved, like these robots that she would twerk with. Mm. And, and then at the end, she like gave on a kiss. Were the robots twerking? No, they, there was one robot. That uh, went in for a sneaky like butt pinch, yeah, and then she turned around, gave it a little finger wag, yeah. and it was like, oh, yeah, End I don't, robot. Yeah. I don't know what they're programming into your robot, but like, sexual harassment is not okay. Well, that'd be one of <laughs> Asimov's three laws, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was the secret fourth one. Yeah. There, there was the Beyonce one that came up in the back masking, which was similar to that theme where she had the the put a ring on it video clip, and when she touches the ring, it's turning the button on. To everyone to dance like robots, oh, right, and because it's sort of kind of a robotic dance yeah. move in the thing, and uh, the the video clip was going from black to white a lot, so like good and evil, uh, robots dancing, and I think she for some of it she didn't really have a ring, but it was like a more of a, a whole arm bracelet yeah, thing, like yeah, right. armor looking, yeah, it looked pretty sweet. Uh, so yeah, I didn't really get out much else about auto tune. I did also see we in. That one, that was about getting us ready for like the robot thing mm. and like trying to humanize robots. So it also had like a clip from like Terminator 2, yeah, where like you know, and it makes you feel sad when he's going <laughs> down into the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, like, uh, one of those ones with like a cute little robot, but uh, it was all, all getting us ready for like, uh, like we were talking about probably like six weeks ago now, yeah, uh, the, like the mark of the beast being some sort of digital thing being implanted in you, right? So we're getting robot implants. Exactly. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was always good what it was going to be. Right. Um, I did find, I guess, an evolution from backmasking. And this video was saying that backmasking is old hat now. Everyone knows that it's there. Everyone knows to look for it. Yeah. So now they're putting in beeps 
into songs. Like Morse code beep. Well, just beeps. Like, and it was songs and movies. So, like, one of the things they showed us was, like, you know, the special effects when a radar comes up or, like, they're doing, like, hey, search for it. it That little one. Mm. And it's like, see a beep. Yeah, it's a sound effect. And then another one from the cable guy where he's having a nightmare and then his alarm, oh, his phone wakes him up. Yeah. It's like, see a beep. It's a beep in there. It's like, you may think these are your sound effects. It's like, yeah, that's what they are. <laughs> the beep well, sound effects. It's funny with digital music now, you can like hide a lot of stuff. I remember you sent me a file one night and you were like, see if you can find the hidden message in this. Yeah. And I couldn't, you had to tell me how to do it. But it was like this thing where you take the file and rename it and then open it in Photoshop or something. Yeah. So if you if you take uh, a WAV file, I'm pretty sure it's a WAV file, um, and just rename the extension to RAW and then open it in Photoshop and just sort of follow the prompts on how Photoshop wants to deal with it, Photoshop will open the WAV file as just like static. Yeah. Uh, and then you can just take a pen tool and draw in, into it yeah save save it as the raw again and then rename it as as a wave file and then you can play the wave file like normally but you can sort of hear a few glitches here and there yeah hmm. um, and then if you back engineer that and rename it again and open it up in photoshop it's like you'll get the message salty yeah. sucks balls or whatever it was <laughs> you wrote in it <laughs> <laughs> Good subliminal messaging. So now we know what bloody... If you're hearing any glitches in this podcast, you'll know what's happened. Yeah. Yeah. Any other tricks you can tell us about putting... How easy would it be to do other, like, say, inaudible messages or slightly audible, do you think? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not really coming up with anything in terms of, like, hiding things in actual audio. There's, like, a whole, whole other thing of people hiding entire songs before the zero count on a CD, but yeah, that's kind yeah. of because CDs aren't really a thing anymore. People yeah. are sort of mm. less inclined to do that. Wait, what does that do though? Um, oh, you don't know about this one? Well, maybe I will if you explain it to me. I'm oh, like, okay. oh that, that old trick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of bands would do it in the 90s where there was a way that you could p- put um, data onto a compact disc before the zero mark. Uh, I can't remember how you do it. Um, but then if you, this for instance, put on the CD and play track one and then just hold the rewind button, it will sort of go into this other part. It'll go part before of the start to the track before track one. Hmm. That's very tricky. I think Pennywise did it on one of their albums. And you were a Pennywise fan, weren't you? Not enough to... Yeah, go. I think I remember that as well. Yeah. Um, on Unknown Road. Yeah. That's a good album. I was listening to that today because they've put out a beer. Right. Pennywise Yeah I threw some shade on them Yeah right uh, Anyway I think to- I think Tohider might have done that on an album Indeed Yeah Won't tell you Maybe. which one you Yeah yeah Or even if we did it at all Yeah <laughs> Maybe we didn't There's also uh, cool stuff About like hiding tracks on records Yeah yeah And like double grooving records mm. And then like people Hiding entire Okay so the good one is Is Radiohead With I think it was Kid A um, so back in the days of CDs um, and having the grey um, tray. Yeah, like the jewel case. Yeah. If you pulled that piece of plastic off, there was an entire booklet which contained the lyrics for their next album. And then there was the whole thing of um, one of their albums perfectly syncing up with OK Computer or something like that. Right. I don't know. It's like, again, it's, just, it's not... Like the band have never kind of confirmed or denied. See, that's something we could have talked about as well. Is like the whole dark side of the moon syncing up with Wizard of Oz, yeah, yeah. and all that kind of shit. <laughs> it's just a coincidence, though, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I don't think I've ever done it. Have you ever done it? Oh, yeah. I think I tried once, but I was like, I've done it, and it's just you know, I think, you, and you could do that with anything, and you would see, yeah, little, you know, similarities. Yeah, that you, you know, if you're looking for stuff like mm. that, it'll just we always itself. when we were kids, my cousin and I would. Do that with remember that uh, it was like a parody Star Trek song, yeah, Star Trek, yeah, yeah, Star Trek that song, <laughs> and you'd put like it'd be like soaps on, you know, Days of Our Lives or whatever, and because that song's got a lot of different voices and it's quite rapid, it quite often syncs up to people <laughs> talking. So <laughs> someone like walks in and like a high, it's, it's fun to do. I don't want to do that again now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so apparently, there's beeps as well. I uh, came across uh, the Deftones. They have it on one of their songs. Yeah. And this is just a random beep guy, so it's anything that sounds like a beep. And it's just this like rapid 
Um, I, d- I don't know how, how they get the noise, but some sort of must be a guitar slide or, or something like that. Right. If, I, if I was to play it, you'd probably go, oh, that's whatever. Um, but he reckons that's a beep as well. And while they're that saying, that noise is happening, they're saying something like, you know, you're in the universe or something. It's like, see, it's a subliminal yeah, well, message. So what did I miss about these beeps? What are they supposed to Well, like? that was never really told. Oh. Is it just like if there's a beep, you need to pay extra attention to Yeah, but there was nothing ever really like... Right. Happening that was super interesting, and so it was also happening in um, video games. He was playing Battlefield Two. He's like, it happens here, and it was again that little radar noise. Bleep, 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 bleep. He's like, can't even play a video game. Bombarded by this. Yeah, not if you cook, you can't. Like you're literally, you're literally playing you a war. Anything. You're playing a war game. Like, <laughs> why do they need to hide anything? Uh, and there's another one in. Uh, Miley Cyrus Wrecking Ball, where it sounds similar to a, an iPhone ringing, right. and they reckon that's conditioning us to associate that with messages. So every time Miley's saying something, we're going to think we're getting a message. Oh yeah, wow, that's important to get yeah. through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I don't get a heap. Not certainly nothing else on a on a auto tune. Just the one other thing. Don't everyone look at me, Cam. <laughs> uh, the one other thing I got from the guy I was talking about before was he went on this whole thing about how, you know, they're using all of this stuff to, you know, the end goal is to control our minds. Mm. It's like to get us ready for robots and to control our minds. And like a lot of these singers are MK Ultra, you know, robots or whatever. Mm. Or clones. Yeah. Well, they're, they're like Project Monarch, which we've talked about before, but like they've all been brainwashed. Mm. But he's like, you know, they use music to make you like feel things and to like control the way you think. But all through this video, he's got like this droning, like dramatic <laughs> music, like trying to make everything seem so sinister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It seems the to be the common thing with all these videos. There's always that same kind of. Yeah. That. Uh, I did find a couple of other things. Uh, I think Mark Dice, has he came up before? Yes. So. Formerly uh, known as John Connor. Okay. <laughs> Why did he change his name, do we know? Uh, yeah, because, well, that wasn't really his name. Right. But, uh, oh, that's right. He's the, he was the guy that he was like, he had this whole online persona as like the leader of the resistance mm. against like the Illuminati or whatever. And then at some point he, I, maybe he got deals or he was getting deals. So he did this, or maybe he was like, oh, if I'm going to be this guy, I'm going to professionalize it up a bit. Mm. But he started being like the go-to guy for the discovery channel or like history channel conspiracy videos mm. so he's got like all of this stuff about like the illuminati and satanism and stuff right. but then he occasionally he tries to pivot into sort of like a mainstream right-wing conservative like uh you know bloody thugs hip-hop thugs are taking over our cities sort of thing uh, i think there was like something there was like some violent hip-hop song he's like I, I called the police about this hip-hop track <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> they, just, they just laughed at me and hung up. <laughs> but so, like, he'll try and pivot into that. Oh, that's amazing. But then, like, his next thing will be like the Illuminati is real. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he was talking about Kesha. Right. And uh, he got really into doing alliteration with when he was talking about her. So, because she apparently did a song um, called Dancing with the Devil. And he called her the singing serpent who looks like a heroin addicted herpes infested whore from hell. Whoa, Jesus! <laughs> Tell us like, what you really. Yeah, <laughs> so that's a bit harsh. And then later on, he called her a trailer trash truck stop looking tramp, a satanic scumbag, a spokesman, a spokesperson for the synagogue of Satan. And then he kind of got a little bit mixed up for his closing argument. I think he went a little bit off script, and ended up calling her a synagogue of Satan singing spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Mark Dice, that, that one doesn't quite make sense. So, <laughs> should have cut that one. Yeah. I um, I did come up with Mark Dice as well while I was looking at this because I looked on like uh, Google Books mm. and there was he'd written a book, or it's like I don't know if he actually got this published in paper format, but uh, they had there was like heaps of it on Google Books, and it was like uh, a look at like Illuminati influence in music. Mm. It was categorised as like juvenile nonfiction. (laughs) 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 But it was like, it was clearly aimed at adults. Like your kids are listening to this. Right. But uh, like each chapter was just a different musician. Like these are one page chapters. Yeah. yeah. And each chapter was like a a different musician 
like all of these hip hop guys who had been like talk mentioned the Illuminati. Like I just flicked through and like almost all of the mentions were like these hip hop guys being like, I wish there was an Illuminati. Yeah. So I can <laughs> get fucking paid <laughs> instead of being stuck in this stupid contract. Uh, the only other thing I came across, and this is completely unrelated to, to mostly what we're talking about, but uh, Louie Louie was investigated by the uh, FBI. Mm. Who first wrote that song? I didn't write that down. Louie Louie? I'm not sure. Uh, anyway. Was that just because you can't really understand what they're talking about? Yeah, and so there's rumours of satanic lyrics or whatever in there, or Lyric. explicit lyrics. And everything I saw, it was like articles from you know BuzzFeed and MTV saying... You know, the FBI investigated it for two years. But I had a look. You can actually look at the FBI f- original file because they have the FBI vault. And it was just for a month and they just couldn't find anything. Right, but it's right. kind of represented as like it held up the, Uf- uh, the FBI for so long. They were just, you know, grossed in the song trying to work it out. It was just like, like someone like, oh, can you do this? Uh, maybe. They'd do it. Nah. <laughs> case closed. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's literally some guy's got in this case. He's like... Righto. Well, I can't come back like a day later and say I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> or they're like, really? Did you really listen to it? It's like, I'll just give it a month and yeah. I'll say it's fine. Uh, this is this is also unrelated to anything. It's not even a conspiracy. But uh, <laughs> I it came up on my suggestions and I was, I was too tempted. Uh, fart remixes. <laughs> uh, you ever come across fart remixes on? No, on but I've heard like Backstreet Boys or one of the Max Martin produced things sampled a fart and used it extensively in one of the okay. beats in one of the songs. Yeah, right. right. It was a Backstreet Boys or NSYNC or one of those boy right. bands. Oh, that's actually way more interesting than what I found. All oh, right. This is just people um, replacing lyrics with fart noises oh, right. <laughs> in popular songs. Uh, some of the highlights were um, Oops, I Farted Again. <laughs> Good. Right. Uh, that one that actually dubbed in the word farted. The other ones, uh, you know, the I'm All About That Bass, that song from mm-hmm. Megan... Trainer? Trainer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm all about that uh, was the way that one went. And then that was a bit of a low effort one. That one had 100, yeah. 189,000 hits. Jesus oops, Christ. I, oops, I farted again. Yeah, these are huge. By the way. <laughs> oops, I farted again. Yeah. Oops, I farted again had 290,000 hits because that one was a little bit more effort. They dubbed in the, the lyrics a little bit. Uh, a Frozen parody. Right. 5.2 million hits for Let One Go. <laughs> what are we doing? And... Hey, Can we stop recording? This, this started, out. started out fun and now it's... <laughs> 5.2 million hits. Jesus. That's just frozen though, right? Yeah. So my uh, YouTube recommendations are fucked right now. Yeah. Uh, I got I'd Alex, imagine they would. I got Alex Jones and farts. Hmm. Anything else about music? Well, no. I wanted, like we haven't gotten biblical or anything yet. I wonder if Cam's doing yeah, it right. Done some biblical stuff. Old shirtless drunk man. Oh yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I did. Get, I like. I saw a few things in passing, like a uh, like Super Bowl shows, like Katy Perry. Yeah. I think Alex Jones got very angry about this when she was at the Super Bowl. Now, Katy Perry. Oh, it's not religious related, but she is reported to be a murdered child. Star. Oh yeah, um, John Bonet Ramsey. <clears throat> oh yeah, is Katy Perry? Is Katy Perry? Yeah. Yeah. And that ties into MK Ultra and everything, I think. Pardon? She been she was MK Ultra recently as well. Right. So I don't know if that's mm. maybe we need to revisit. Yeah. Well where I was going out with the Christian God thing was mm. um Mike mentioned today things like Robert Johnson. Yeah. One the, of the, the first seems music. like feels like like um someone like well even further back with, with um Paganini, the violinist from the eighteen hundreds. Right. Was reported to have sold his soul to play the violin really fast. Right. That's like <laughs> and, the first uh, music conspiracy, right? Yeah, like they, I think from memory they he wasn't allowed to be buried when he died. He wasn't allowed to be buried in a traditional whatever the tradition was at the time because he was you know because his soul was owned by the devil. <laughs> was that just because he was so good that people were like this? Exactly, no exactly. Yeah, I think it's people trying to get to the bottom of because he was one of the first musicians who would play, perform on stage without any sheet music. You know, he just memorized everything, right. and he used to have this. He used to dress in all black, and he's sort of like the first rock star in a way. Or maybe Beethoven was, but but Paganini certainly had this. You know, that's wild and crazy. You yeah. know, he's like loved gambling and he was an alcoholic by 15. You know, he's like a yeah. total rock star guy. So, and he always had this kind of demonic look on his face. 
supposedly and people would faint in the crowd and all this kind of thing. So pe- people just must have thought, you know, that he's not human. Yeah, yeah he yeah. must have done something. And so the, the whole selling your soul thing. Yeah. And then the that, same thing happened with Robert Johnson later on. Because Robert Johnson was apparently sp- – that was like a bit of a shift in his talent levels, right? Was he? Yeah. Like so not- yeah, I think people like he wasn't very good, yeah. and then he became really good really quickly like, or something. Yeah. Was it not just another Avril Lavigne situation? Yeah, I'd say <laughs> so. Yeah, he just practiced. You know, either sold his soul or he practiced. Yeah. Or some racist dude was like, <laughs> "I'm sure I saw that black guy the other day playing guitar, and he was shit." <laughs> yeah, maybe. And it was just like a completely other black guy. And musicians are probably an easy target, right? Because music does change your mood. Yeah. And rock stars, like Paganini or whatever, have that look. Mm. People are fainting. Mm. So you can imagine, you can see why people are like, yeah, this devil Something dark stuff. going on there. Yeah. And also like, yeah. you know, satanic imagery is pretty sweet. <clears throat> yeah. So that's yeah. Why people use it. Absolutely. Yeah. As if Paganini is not like putting in his will... Oh, and don't put me in a normal cemetery. But when you read it out, don't read that line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting. I hadn't heard of him. Right. Anything else to add then about music? It's pretty good. Yeah. It's good. It's good advice. Is there going to be a Toe Hider album out by the time this episode drops? Oh, there may very well be. Yes. So you should listen to that if... You're listening right now. Has it in the been future? mastered yet? No, not at this point. If there's some good messages in there, like you've got it now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So be sure to be on the lookout of the uh, the the secret. Yeah. Check out the new Toe Hider album. Listen to it. It's good. It's called Good. Yeah. That's the name <laughs> of the album. Um, <laughs> good God. Speed it up. What do you get? Yeah. Faith. Heaven. Just trying to do that free association with that? that guy. <laughs> yeah. Didn't really work. No. Yeah. Take, it takes more skill than... It does take a lot of skill. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Right. Well, uh, where can people find Toe Hider? Um, it, just by Googling Toe Hider, there's not much else that there's comes no up. <laughs> I hope. Does ToeHider.com still link anywhere? Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. Go to ToeHider.com. Cool. Get some sweet, sweet music and some sweet merch. Yeah. Yeah, some great art. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. That's right. Our pleasure. Thank you for the theme music. Ah. Or the, yeah. The yeah, I wrote the theme, the theme music. music. start yeah. in the end. Yeah. 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 Where can you get Actually, I was, I was going through some old ideas when I first started collecting ideas for this Toyota album and I came across that because I think I, I wrote this for for a podcast that you had in mind for a while, a while ago, right? For this podcast, Hypothetical Institute was but a podcast. But you were going to do it like a few years ago. It was going to be a bit different, yeah. yeah. And I was like, sweet, I'm going to use that. And then maybe like a week later... Right, your your the first episode launched and you use the music. It's like, ah, oh, damn, I can't use that. Right, now. you probably still could. <laughs> Suppose yeah. I could. Yeah, it's still yours. <laughs> yeah, you still wrote it. <laughs> Where can they find you, Robo? Uh, at Ale of a Time anywhere on the internet and Ale of a Time dot com. Yeah. Salt. Uh, at Salt Marsh on Twitter, Andrew Salt Marsh Illustration on Facebook. And you can find me at Sexenheimer on Twitter. Gather around me on Facebook and iTunes for my other podcasts, and of course, you can find the Hypothetical Institute on iTunes. Stitcher, all of your podcast places. If you've just come to it via hypotheticalinstitute.com, there are subscription options available. So yeah. don't be afraid. I started using a new podcasting app. And while we were recording, our last episode popped up and it said, hey, new Hypothetical Institute's up. Cool. So I'll download that and listen to it later on. Great. <laughs> Everyone should do that. Yeah. <laughs> and by now, we shouldn't have to keep saying we like reviews and ratings. And by now, we should just be getting all heart reacts. <laughs> we know how many people download it. So if we, until we get to that many people, that many ratings on iTunes, we're going to keep saying it. Yeah, this is true. It's your fault, the person that hasn't rated us, yeah. that we're having to say it. Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. Contains mind-altering drugs Don't worry About a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation In which to disarm Australia I said don't worry About a thing 
say I'm buried tall at the end of strawberry fields forever. Ooh, don't worry about a thing. Except not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which let's not forget where all the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing. Except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just blind if you can't see them. Why don't you open your eyes?